Hello and welcome back to the Petahude Podcast. This is episode 9, I think. Yeah, episode 9, which is absolutely mad. Uh, recently I checked the podcast analytics for the first time ever and I've realised that there are literally people all over the world listening to this. So honestly, thank you so much. Like, Although the audience is relatively small, it's still so mad to me that people actually listen to what I have to say and to the guests that I talk to. So honestly, thank you for that and I hope you're enjoying these. Today I'm talking with Tyler Stone, who is a fellow coach. Very similar to myself, you know, we coach as lads, we're from a similar area, very similar background, and we obviously got to know each other, we talk a bit in the podcast about it through Paul Mort, uh, we'll talk all about that later, we talk about coaching, we talk about personal development, and honestly, we just have the crack. This is probably one of my favourite ones so far, because it's so laid back, it's actually recorded in my house, you'll see that if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see my podcast set up, and you'll also see, this is before I properly put my soundproofing pattern on the wall so you, if you're watching this on youtube you'll see that it keeps slipping off because i literally had it on with double-sided sticky tape but now it doesn't fall off anymore anyway i hope you enjoy this podcast and um, if you do please share it and just enjoy and we're on is that what you said <laughs> uh listen tyler i wanted to get you on just because you're a coach like myself so do you want to introduce yourself to all that yeah yeah so uh, yeah mate. so yes uh tyler stone here coach tyler stone coach think instagram name um but yeah, I'm on I'm on your podcast there. It's been good to get it's good to get on. Well, we recorded one of you ever know what to say, but we recorded one what like two, three, four months ago. Yeah, I think I barely knew you back then. Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit a bit different where we were sort of asking these hard questions. I was asking you questions, but we're on this one today. Um, I'm on yours. Do you have a name for yours? Patter Hughes podcast. Patter Hughes <laughs> podcast. Sorry, I didn't know the name. So, um, yeah, no, it's good to be on. Obviously. We've came a lot closer the last few months, so I'm looking forward to this one. Amazing, yeah. It feels a wee bit less like it wasn't even really awkward the last time, but I feel like I was trying to get to know you while yeah, also yeah. doing the podcast sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Agree. Uh, but I imagine most of the people listening is probably going to be listening from my end. So, who are you? What do you do? Why would you be on? Yes, so um, I believe I'm on because I, uh, me and me and me and Peter, me and yourself have have obviously got similar values. We we believe in similar things in terms of get people in good shape in terms of coaching in terms of helping people uh, and that's what i do so uh, i'm a personal trainer i am um, from lisburn um which is only up the road from here which i didn't realize because i had no idea where points pass was till, <laughs> till about an hour ago but um yeah so i'm a personal trainer from lisburn um and we we kind of met through paul Moore, didn't we? yeah yeah i'm sure we'll get to that sometime <laughs> But yeah, that's that's me, and um, I love Man United. Amazing, fair play, because I think seeing people ask you ask some soccer questions, yeah, more, like. <laughs> that, but yeah, I always have to put it. I love I love Manchester United because that's just that's part of me. Sure, <laughs> uh, you said you're on personal training, and that's probably one of the first things I wanted to get into. Why Why did you get into that? Because I actually don't even know this myself. Why you really get into it? So, um, re rewind six years ago, I left school and I done a coaching course, um, which was kind of just sports coaching. Which was again, like I said, six years ago. Um, I went to America, done a bit of coaching there, and mm. um, came home. Um, was in a position where I was like, "What do I do now?" So I ended up getting back into sports coaching again. But I kind of always knew that sports coaching was something that was kind of temporary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was always like, "I want to do something different. I would like to do something on my own." Um, and I kind of just didn't really know what the next step was. Got myself really fit. Really took fitness serious for a while. Um, after struggling with it, to be pretty honest. Um, got myself in quality shape I'm just like I want to give this a go so that's how I kind of got involved with it. so it kind of developed from a, a wanting to do my own from, from sports coaching for years upon years literally since I was 16 um, and then yeah taking the bench around my own once I got myself in, in good shape Fair enough. Um, similar to you or 
Yeah, yeah, similar sort of thing. And that's the reason the reason I'm taking notes for that. Just when he says something, I want to bring it up. I don't want to drop yeah, it. Yeah, no, fine. Yeah, I think most lads that get into usually have like a background in either being too skinny or being, yeah, in your case, yeah. overweight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of things. Yeah. You were saying that you struggled with it. Why, why do you think that is? Why did you particularly struggle with it? Um, I think it was definitely like knowledge in the first place. Yeah. It just wasn't, I didn't have, I didn't know enough. I didn't, I didn't know how to get in shape. And I always blamed motivation. I always remember that. And that was something that I always remember, just blamed motivation. I can't feel motivated. But then I got myself blinded at the weekend and that's why I wasn't motivated. So a couple of things, I always blamed it on not knowing enough because I didn't have enough knowledge. Um, I thought that if I had a bad day, I had a bad week. Yeah. And then that kind of just ruined me. But yeah, the weekends killed me. Like I just was getting blinded every weekend. Didn't help. You said like a lack of knowledge. What sort of things were you trying? What what is it? You were sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. So I was probably from a, to be honest, mate. See from about fifteen till I would say eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. I was just trying things in the gym. Going to the gym maybe for like three months straight. See that wee bit of progress, and then just fall off the wagon. Obviously, when I was 15, I was going quite a bit, to be fair. And yeah. Whatever you're, I feel like when you're at that age, if you're doing things in the gym, it's going to help you in a way, because yeah, you're, at, you're, you're at that age, it's going to help you. So it was helping me. It was helping me with football and stuff. But then I got that age where, you know, I started drinking and stuff, and the weight came on. So yeah, I was in the gym just trying anything. Made anything. Not even joking, made anything. I, I, I tried keto. I did try keto, like, before. Um, I did, uh, I'll admit to that. Um, because my mate says I, th- I didn't call keto at the time though yeah. but I only realised looking back I was a keto guy so yeah. I, was just, I was just eating sausages I was eating like you know stuff like that um, which is basically no carbs and shit so yeah that's what, that's what I was doing was that similar to you or what way did you try things yeah basically like, like in terms of in terms of diet it's probably the funniest thing but like I think training everyone sort of looks like a dick when they're first in the gym yeah. like I had like a calves and forearms yeah. there and all like anything <laughs> but in terms of specifically dieting then so Sausages, sausages only. That's an interesting one. That really. it, it just it just springs to mind. I was it was sausages. And, so I remember speaking to a mate, and he was like, "What made you like?" <laughs> and I was like, "I like sausages. I like bacon. <laughs> I like chicken." So my dad contained a lot for about it probably only lasted about three weeks. Right. I think I was eating about six hundred calories a day, and it, that that was this was me during the week, and obviously the week I binged out. Yeah. Um. And I probably dropped a bit of weight, but you know yourself, that didn't last long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I was having like sausages, bacon medallions, I heard they were good for you, um, and like, yeah, chicken. So, strange one. This one, this is a phase, but it lasted for maybe a month. Mm. Then I'm trying to think of other things, so there was times where I was just maybe going to the gym, training hard, but then not crying about my dad whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, Didn't work either. I think everybody can everybody does that, that. Yeah, everybody does that. Um, yeah, what, what I'm interested in, what, what did the, uh, what dads have you tried? Oh fucking everything! Literally, literally fucking everything. Like, I used to go into the gym with like protein shaker and a milk and then like an empty water bottle like yeah. that because I thought you had to have it right after that's the gym. It, so yeah. I seen you done a post before, but Yazoo? Uh, is it Nesquik or something? You thought that's yeah, the yeah, drink yeah, after yeah, the gym? Yeah, I think it's yeah, is it Yazoo or something. Yeah, so I was I had a carton of it. I remember walking in the Super Valley and I was running. Was like, that door looks good. That, that, that looks like a, yeah, like you said, you know, you put that in the bottle and you can shake it. And yeah. I was like, I'm gonna do that. So I was putting that in with like half a pint of milk. Uh, uh, <laughs> taste lovely by the way <laughs> but it wasn't doing anything for me um, but yeah I mean, that was that was fine looking back on it fair enough uh, and you your first like I hate to say the word fitness transformation but that was one of the coach jobs that you went through coaching with that what, what made you reach out to a coach why did you go with that in the end uh, what made me reach out I think to be honest I was with a couple of coaches I've been with coaches before okay but the big transformation was obviously that with one with Matty and um, uh, I, the reason I reached out to him was because 
hvor man kan lov til at se, at jeg ved ikke, om det coaching, yeah. he is a good coach, and he's, he obviously had really good results on, on social media, um, and I want to reach out to him because of that, but I think the reason why I reached out to him specifically, I know that's not a good question, but why did I reach out to coach to make that transition, was I was with coaches in the past, I met maybe three PTs before, mm-hmm. didn't work, nothing personal on them, I suppose, <laughs> Yeah, maybe I, looking back on, I maybe don't think I would do different things than they would. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, nothing personal. Then just didn't work with them, so I wanted to go somebody else, and then I did reach out. So I suppose why did I reach out to them boys in the first place was just to you know try to get a bit of knowledge. Um. Yeah. I suppose does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No. I I know exactly what you're saying. Now you were saying it didn't work. Was that in terms of like different training ideologies, diet ideologies, or just different altogether? Because I I've been trainers and stuff in the past yeah. before I done the big. Literally the exact same stuff. Every every time yeah, we talk about yeah. something, I feel like we've both done the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just yeah, it just wasn't really for me. Like nothing against yeah. the trainer or anything, but it. Yeah, no, you're right. It was just I think it was more the case of like looking back on it. Maybe there was a case of me not, me not, me me expecting more than what it was. Yeah, it's definitely my case yeah. anyway. Me me expecting to get more. Me expecting results quickly. Yeah. Not getting it, and obviously my um my life, what how my life consisted didn't help whatsoever like would you would you say i agree to you or yeah yeah when i was like i think it was like 15 16 when i went to my first one and yeah like i was when i was in the gym i was fucking great when yeah. i had to send him like one meal a day it was class but it was the other fucking <laughs> five six meals i was eating in the days i wasn't with him i think that's no i was i was somewhere i think i was i must have been that age but i was never walking walking to my first pt so it was definitely i wasn't driving started driving when i was 17 so it must have been 16 about my first pt good guy and all good sessions but it just didn't work out in terms of what results was after. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think the end. I think maybe I got a couple of injuries as well, and it just didn't go back sort of thing. But I think I haven't done it. Yeah. That quite a bit. Fair enough. But why'd you do a photo shoot then? I've never actually asked you this. Photo shoot, great question. You know what? This is a brutally honest reason why. Like maybe there's a more deep down reason, but I haven't figured that out yet. Right. So maybe there's an insecurity reason, but I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Maybe I'm not just man enough or, or may go and let me won't let me admit that. But the reason I've done a photo shoot, so um I done the photo shoot around the same time I started with Paul. Okay. And I started with his and I was like, I wanna do something big. I wanna do something big. Yeah, so it's like quarterly fit, I come for you. From a fitness goal and that, okay, okay. that's it. So I said it was literally ninety days. It was a decent shape before I done it. Like I was I wasn't like I wasn't in bad shape before I done it. Yeah. Didn't take a lot. I was in good shape. Um and I just literally cut down. For ninety days and got got a photo shoot. Yeah. What was that? I've actually I've I've never been that lean. Like you were pretty lean yeah, at that stage. What was that like? Strange. Yeah. Strange, mate. It was. I was playing football and. That's not ideal to be doing that. At the same so time, I I played centre midfield and that wasn't. I couldn't play centre midfield. I remember mm-hmm. getting pushed off the ball. I remember. Um, I remember not having a lot of energy as well. Yeah. Obviously, because I wasn't eating a lot of calories. Um, but yeah, it was me. It was. It was it was, it was strange because I remember coming back to try to eat after. Yeah. I think I said this day, like, after my photo shoot, I hit, like, a brick wall. I didn't want to train. Didn't want to really eat. Yeah. It was strange, man. Mentally, just, you're going through a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. What's your opinion on stuff like that? Like, cause I feel like nowadays, not even just photo shoots, even bodybuilding and stuff, you're either, like, one camp or the other. You yeah. know, you either think they're fucking stupid or you're into it. I think yeah. it's sort of somewhere in between. I'm not, like, oh, it's stupid, but I just, I wouldn't do it personally, like, you know what I mean? Now that I've been there, now that I've done a photo shoot, First of all, one of my clients said they wanted to be one of like let's do it, mate. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's do it. But at the same time, I think that 
a lot of people want to do them because because I see other people doing them. Yeah, yeah. And there's probably part of me that wanted to do it because of that. Um, being there, took the photos, and nothing really changes. To be mm. really honest, nothing changes. Um, I think once you realise that, like, yes, I'd be happy with how you are in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I was always, I'll be happy when I get my photo shoot done. I'll be happy when I get this. We get that. But if I realise that now I'm happy with how I'm looking now, does that make sense? So yeah, yeah. the thoughts and photo shoots and, and bodybuilder, bodybuilders are not really going to touch on that. I think for a pet in, I do. Yeah. I, I, I seriously do because they put a lot of equipment into it. Like a lot of fucking equipment. Yeah, it's a life, like, isn't it? It's I not just a fucking it. hobby. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, no, definitely. So I, I take my hat off bodybuilders. A lot of people don't agree with them. A lot of people think whatever, but I think for a pet in, um, just in case you're anyone listening, I'm a lot of videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now what's your opinion? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against it. That's at what, what you touched on there, I think it's pretty important to know that like it's not a, it's not something you can just do fucking about. Like I've seen people in full time jobs competing on the side. I don't think that's like I think the lifestyle me and you live, full time online coaching and stuff that works pretty well with it. And I can see why a lot of bodybuilders go into personal training and stuff because it suits the lifestyle. But it's you can't do anything else with it. Like it's the most extreme sport you can possibly do. Like definitely. Um, what you just touched on there, like this isn't me having a go for uh, bodybuilders, yeah. but see once you see a lot of bodybuilders. Um, get into personal training mm-hmm. I also I always, I always see that those bodybuilders try to coach their clients in that way in the same way yeah yeah and that's not me having to go because maybe they would say well you're doing it wrong but yeah. I look at that and I'm like maybe there's ways to tweak it do you know mm-hmm. what I mean because they've obviously taught this way where it's eat a lot of food it's training hard and that doesn't work for everybody yeah. I know people have went to bodybuilder PTs just to get just to get in shape and it hasn't worked because we're totally eating 3,000 calories, 4,000 calories. Yeah, it's quite extreme. Um, and, and I had to prefer I was in a similar position where I went to a PT like that. That's why it didn't work for me. Yeah. So yeah I think there's definitely, um, there's definitely a lot of, what's the word really for it? I want to say pros and cons of, of maybe. So yeah. I even touched on that before, but I just went into that, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, lad. And obviously there's the outside of it, like with a lot of them being on steroids and stuff, but that's just something we don't that's, be doing here. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that one because, yes, it's, I think it's outside, definitely outside of my like, Yeah, 100%, 100%. So you done the photo shoot stuff, you were coaching about that, Manny, for how long were you with him? Before the photo shoot, I think it was about a, maybe a year. Would it have been a year? Nah, maybe close to a year. I it's think. not pretty recent then, and I thought this yeah. was a while ago, so you only done the photo shoot around this time last year, probably, maybe yeah, just before. Yeah, it was this time last year, yeah, so... I think this time last year, I think I was with Molly for about a year. Yeah. When I'd done that, um. But yeah, it was kind of one of them ones where like, like I said, I just wanted to set a goal and go towards it. I enjoyed the training. To be honest, mm. just on that note, my training, going to the photo shoots, best ever be. Yeah. A million, which is strange because you're dropping your cardio, you're dropping your calories, doing a lot of cardio. Mm. But I think it was just mentally, I knew that it was going towards. A fly's gonna fucking kill me, like <laughs> Um. But yeah, I mentally I knew I was going towards the photo shoot. Yeah. So it kind of pushed me along. But yeah, training was amazing. I got to it. What, like, if you don't mind sharing it, what were like, the protocols like? Like how many calories on, what cardio and steps and stuff? Presumably, obviously pretty extreme. Like I was yeah, yeah. this, this isn't what you have to do. You were getting into photo shoot shape. You had to push no, so much. Yeah, like, no. Do you know what? Molly coached me well. Yeah. I'll say that because it was on 3,000 calories was the lowest. Fucking hell, that's yeah. really, really good. Like, yeah, I find yeah. lower than that now. I've known yeah. the photo shoot. Yeah, 3,000 calories is the lowest. But like I said, I was in... Good, like I was in really good shape for it. Yeah. And that's not me blowing smoke up my own arse, but it was like I was in quality shape, like it was just a case of quite literally, you know, looking at my my macros a little bit more specifically. Mm-hmm. So I'll cut down carbs. Don't like saying that. Yeah, but like, I, you I, have to at the yeah, end of the day. I don't like saying that because people people are gonna take that the wrong way. So if you're listening, 
that's not me saying you need cut down carbs. <laughs> but it can help. <laughs> but it can help. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't need, I didn't need any carbs for a while. Yeah. Um, for about probably. Fuck. So let's just say for six weeks I had like 100, 180 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. And then for the last for the last month, it was probably lower than that. Yeah. Um, and then do you do like carb load like the week after? Like do you? Eat? So on say I think I done the photo shoot on a Sunday. Right. No, no, it wasn't. Friday, mm. on the Sunday, I had 3,000 calories, 300 grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. And then on the Friday, on the Thursday night before, same thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that, that sort of spiked me back up. But yeah, carbs in that week, I think were right down, like right down. So carbs for like two weeks were pretty low. Ah, you're going to have to plate yourself and then you're going to yeah, fizz right up beforehand. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then everything else was fine. I made protein really, really high. I don't want. I don't want to spend too much time on that because I don't want that to be the only thing. I'm just fascinated by it. After it, did you have any like mad binges or like weird relationships food or anything? If you don't mind saying, because I always would imagine if I get into that sort of, you know, that rigidity for like ninety days, I would come out of it a wee bit. Yeah. So I did. I did. Hundred percent. Um. One thing that helped me, um, it's kind of on the same topic. One thing that helped me for that, I didn't drink for not that not just ninety days, probably about seven months. Yeah. That got me in amazing shape. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just to carry on that. But after the 90 days, I thought to myself, I could... So bear in mind, like I said, seven months, I was probably eating like amazing. This was lockdown. I mean, there was nothing else to do. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. just... Like, I was training myself into the ground, but I was pleased with it. I was loving it. Like, I was waking up every day, you know, whether it was either working or it was just training hard. Either or, it was fine. Like, I was happy doing it. So I was training hard, eating well. You know, I didn't drink for seven months, so it was a really good. It sounds like kind of extreme here, but it might it might have been to be really honest. But, ah, but was, once you're in that zone and you're happy to do it, it's I not was, a bad thing. Like I enjoyed it every day. Yeah. I was running. I was doing five, three, four, five k's a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was madness. So uh, anyway, I got myself in amazing shape, and three months, like obviously, you know, trim things down for the last ninety days. Yeah. So seven months was eating really well. Um. And then after 90 days, I said to myself, I was going to go back to eating what it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. So for after, after the photo shoot, uh, I bought like Nutella pancakes, um, like cereal, fucking you name it, everything. Yeah. Um, I had Domino's at night, tried to have a couple of beers, had one and was like, I don't want to drink. I just didn't want to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, what I'm trying to get out here is I had a lot of food on that day. And I wrecked myself, like, I mean, my, my body shut down. Mm. Like, I was sick as a dog for about a week. I didn't eat really for another week. Mm. So, I was, you have to imagine, like, train hard for seven months, high energy, eat shit for two days after the photo shoot, and body shuts down. Like, I was, I was in bed, mate, sick as a dog. Um, didn't do anything for a week. And um, tried, I'm trying to think after that, tried to get back into the gym after, no motivation. Didn't want to go to the gym, um, and it was a bit of a spiral from there. Fa- finally, about a month later, got myself back in to the gym, which was okay, but my relationship of food was all over the place. So you have to imagine, like, 2,000 calories, like, you know, sticking to that, you know, being really rigid with that, and coming back after that, w- where do you go from there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where do you go? Do you go 3,000? Do you go 3,400? Do you go 2,000 again? I was like, what the fuck do I do? I eat about three thousand five hundred calories a day, hmm. um, and it took me about two months to balance it out. Yeah, Did that answer your question. Yeah, no, that's right in my head. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think that's probably the hardest part about like getting into that condition. A lot of people talk about it. It's not necessarily getting there. It's getting back out of it. Getting back out having out. to reverse yourself out of it without obviously you're going to gain a bit of weight, but 
you know, you don't want to go fucking mad. Loads of adverse effects from it. Like, you were saying about not drinking. I sort of want to touch on that. Why'd you stop drinking? Um, Why'd you stop drinking? How many times now? There's a couple of times now you sort of like, you I mean, cut it out I and then you put back on it. And then... So I was in a place where I didn't drink for about seven months and I was in the best physical and mental shape ever. Like, well, without a doubt. Without a doubt, my mind. So that was probably from, I'm going to say maybe, I'd say to be honest, the last few years have just went like that. I don't even know, yeah, I don't even know when it was. I can't tell yeah, the last few years. I don't know when it was, but it was a point where I stopped drinking for like six, seven months, didn't drink quite literally at all. Um, was that just purely fitness to begin yeah, with? Yeah, that was just fitness. Yeah. And that was just a wee thing I wanted to do, so I'd done that. But before I'd done that, sorry, before I was doing that, I was drinking not like bad, but I was drinking quite a lot because mm. it was lockdown. So I was like drinking most nights, to be very honest. And yeah, I was just like, right, this is enough. So I stopped drinking. Um, and then got myself in amazing shape came back the following obviously done the photo shoot and then had Christmas stuff I was drinking again so strange looking at so like you said there have been times I've been on and off drinking yeah. drinking here maybe not drinking uh, and yeah been in a position where I was kind of like maybe having a drink maybe for two months like not, not every weekend but maybe like say a couple of weekends mm. and then realising that I want to pack it in so pack it in for three months <laughs> and then that happens again and I've just done that like that I'm, for about a month there I was drinking nah I think for, I drank three weekends in a row for the first time about a year yeah like two, what, two weekends ago so two weekends ago I had not drink last drink um, so now I'm in the process again yeah drinking. just getting back off again <laughs> I think there has to be a balance like I've yeah. always said that I'm never off the drink and I've never put it like that I've just said I'm, I'm taking a break because I enjoy having a few drinks but for the first time in a while it's got more than that you yeah. know what I mean you know getting blinded yeah, yeah but yeah I think I think there's definitely a case of with not drinking and productivity going through the roof like 110% what do you recommend with clients when not drinking and stuff because I think that's hard. I know I always say about flexibility I always say to clients that's one thing that's actually quite hard to balance yeah, because it's not just a couple of drinks it's usually a lot Unless you take away the next day and it's yeah. lying in bed you know what I mean that's it's hard one mate I think it's a hard one I never tell a client not to drink put it yeah, that way yeah. never tell a client not to drink so I'll give you examples so of a client right now who He's um, kind of just came back on board after a while off, mm-hmm. um, and he enjoys his drink. He's an awesome, he's a good lad. He says, I enjoy a drink Friday, Saturday. So, what I've advised him to do is knock the Friday nights in the head, yeah. and then Saturday morning, get up fresh, get a good workout done, enjoy his run, go for a run, uh, or something like that, maybe a run or workout, whatever it might be, and have his drink on Saturday. So, I think it's about having that balance, and for me, the, the what I want to preach is it's okay to have a drink. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like it is. Discount it is okay. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's fine. Um, but it's, it's up to whatever you want to do. So it's about finding that balance. But for me, I want to make sure my client knows they can have a drink. But I want to make sure they also know that if they have a drink, there's chances they're not going to get the results they want because, like you said, pizza. Yeah, it's not just a drink. That's never does a drink. And if it is just a drink. Happy days, but let's be honest, it's never is it. Yeah. Is that similar to you? Well, what way do you order it? Yeah, so I sort of I sort of depends. Like someone's like, Oh, I'll drink this weekend over right. You have two options. One, just accept it probably will hinder progress a wee bit, enjoy yourself. Two, you can bank calories right up until that. Now I know people say that's like people are like, Oh, that's quite obsessive banking calories. I actually like that. Yeah, like yeah. say you're on let's say two thousand nice round number on the weekend, just save two hundred a day and then you've got like a thousand you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just it makes logical sense. Like so depends on who it is. I have a few students on at the minute they sort of need to do you know what I mean like it's it's inevitable like and then there's some people like, like yourself you can just knock it on the head yeah no you're right I think per, every person's different yeah like there's, there's times where I've just told a client that like 
your 15,000 calories in a week, use them how you want. Like if they really enjoy drinking, um, you if you really enjoy drinking that much and you want to have a drink again, be my guest. But your 15,000 calories in a week, make room for it. Like you said, banking calories. Yeah. Like if they want to have 1,500 calories on a Wednesday so they can use that 500 calories on a, on yeah. a Saturday, go ahead. But why not? Like you know, it's different, you know what I mean? That's I, I we fuck we've been talking about fitness for like twenty five minutes. What else do you do outside of that? Like outside of fitness, what's what's your life like? Yeah, so to be honest, uh, my life <laughs> dictates a lot around fitness, uh, business, football, and obviously family. Family that of course, but yeah, football is a huge one for me. Yeah, yeah. And we obviously we I try we we chat sometimes with football, but you're not a big football. No, fan. no, no. It's it sort of like goes into that. Yeah, yeah, sort of it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no football is one for me. That's always been there since a kid. I mm-hmm. played football. I love football. Like football for me is like people talk about release. People talk about having something else to focus on. That's yeah. football for me. Every night I watch a game of football. And most nights maybe not every night, but mm-hmm. last night I was watching. Um, for example, I was watching. Uh, who the fuck so I was Italy Syria A I can't even remember so put it that way it was Italy it was Italian football just to have something to watch for a bit yeah. you know switch off and things for people to watch Netflix but I would just watch football sounds a bit boring but what I like yeah. see in my life outside the, uh, outside coaching is 100% a lot of football football tomorrow buzzing for it I play football Tuesday Thursday going to watch football next week in Manchester too yeah, right and obviously yeah. if, um, family life too of course um, which played a big part Part. Uh, it's funny that that came last on the list that you fed that back on in there. That's crazy. Like, I, I don't, you always talk about like whatever comes out first is meant to be there first. Yeah, that's what to say. The, the order yeah. that you said is the order that you prioritize it yourself. I know, I don't know, I know, but sure, I don't have much to say about that. <laughs> what, what about coaching then? So, this isn't really fitness related. Why did you actually, like, you done a bit of coaching with your father, Mary, lost a bit of weight yourself. Why did you actually get into training people? Because there's so many people, I actually always wonder this, why. Like a lot, a lot of people obviously get into it because of that, but not everyone does. So why did you? So obviously when I got myself in a really good shape and I was kind of like, because I was in sports coaching, I was coaching a lot yeah. of people. So was this football mainly? Yeah, no, every sport, you name it. Every sport, like I was doing every sport, even a sport I've never even looked at in my life I was doing, which was, which was fun. It was fun. So yeah, I obviously had that coaching mentality. I love coaching. Like I love yeah. being around people. I love being involved with people. I love... Uh, I suppose a coach would say that, but uh, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, a coach would say that to make myself sound big, but that's what I do. I mean, I love doing that. I coached football teams for years, so like, yeah, I was coaching under 19. So, anyway, obviously, being in the environments, people realized I'm starting to love fitness, like, really loving fitness. Mm. So, they asked me for advice. Um, before you know it, it was kind of like training people on the slide, yeah, on, on the side, sorry, um, not in a gym, just helping them with like things off the pitch and. Which is really my football. I was helping people get in shape of football. I was helping people, you know, giving them a bit of diet advice and yeah. things like that. And then one thing made me know I was like, why not just do a course and become do this as a as a profession or right to do this as a as a as a job? Yeah, a lot led ended. I see. You're one of the people that actually came to you then, and it was like, I so I wish I was one of the people because every time someone tells a story why they didn't train, it's like all oh, people are asking me and stuff. I fucking that just wasn't the case to me at what, all. What was it like for you? I just wanted to get into it. Like, yeah, that's sort of. I think it's almost it's almost it's almost better though, isn't it? Because you've got that, that ah, you, you drive want, yeah, and hunger, yeah, which what, is good. Where did you qualify? Actually, never asked. Did you do like an online qualification? Uh, so it was online, but it had a bit of person in it, like right. a, uh, in person. Uh, what's it called? 
Uni learning, uni learning. Yeah, 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 uni learning. Yeah. So it's basically online, but you go to them for like all different things and stuff. Right. So it was, it was, it was good. I would, like, I would recommend it. What about you? You went to Lake. Yeah, uh, Lake. Yeah, it's that's the best one. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no way even going about it. Like, okay. but um, I was gonna say, why did you? Why are you online then? Why are you not in person? This is another thing where I feel like people are either one or the other. Why am I online coach right now? Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant, not, like, for the qualification, why are you coaching online rather than... Oh, sorry, yeah. uh, sorry, I got that wrong. Yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, well, obviously, like I've said, you just recently, I've kind of kind of swept in between them both. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm still kind of swept between them both, but yeah. I'm obviously I'm an online coach. Um, the reason I'm an online coach is because lockdown happened, right, mm. and, like, it, it happened, so you had to adapt, didn't yeah. you? Everybody had to adapt. You either adapted or you, or you collapsed, sort of. Yeah. Firstly, I'm just going to say, rather than trying to edit that out and make it look all smooth, the camera died and Tyler went for a piss, so that's why that, <laughs> that's why that happened. I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I'll try to just crop it out, but I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. 27 minutes already, camera died, so there you go. Nice, right, yeah, so what we were talking about, uh, it gives me kind of that, that wee bit of breathing space instead of after recap my words. Yeah, a wee bit of time to think. <laughs> so online coach, yep, online coach, you know, you have, you have, to, you have to adapt, I had to adapt with what was going on, yeah. COVID-19, whatever, gyms closed, blah, 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 um, twist the online it went really well for my clients and myself mm. i loved it um so i decided to make that change strange one because like you said i've obviously been coaching in person for a while like i said Ethan. uh and i make that change it's obviously a bit different but at the same time once you're online you can you can help essentially as much people as possible once, yeah. once you're on a gym floor it's limited isn't it mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely very very limited the many people you can help didn't like that side of things and as well like on the gym floor i think there's definitely um like one reason obviously so many people you can work you can work with and if you're charging per hour say you're charging like 30 30 40 quid an hour yeah and if someone wants to see you realistically if someone's going to see you three times a week get results there's maybe like 120 quid yeah 120 quid if you do that by four but by, by a month yeah, there's like 500 quid a month 500 right? quid a month yeah over 90 days there's 1500 quid a lot of people can't afford that that's, yeah, I think a lot of people think that you go online for like easy money and stuff. I could make a lot more money if I was doing PT. Yeah, of course, you know, I, I was making more money in person. But yeah. A lot of people can't afford that. So yeah, there are a couple of reasons there, mate. Um, but like I said, I'm kind of doing a bit in person because I still enjoy that element. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm an online coach. And you mainly coach lads? Just just coach lads, yeah. Just coach lads. I have coached females in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Obviously, I've worked with I've worked with mentors, worked with coaches, mm-hmm. and I've kind of always got the gist from them that there certain a lot of people a lot of people would say narrow down, or else some people would say you know just have help whatever you're working towards, kind of what you're working towards, helping as many as you can, which is yeah, which is super. But for me, it kind of just worked. Um, what's we're looking for here? I'm trying to say it's how I offend anybody, and um, it worked well with lads. Yeah, and I just thought I would go for it. Um, I've worked with females in the past few amazing by the way they have yeah. and a female contacted me I'm, re- I'm really need to help I'm not going to say no do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but at the same time you know I, I just work with lads at the moment that makes sense do you think it's helpful that you've been in that same session because I think when people come to me literally like the same session as being like 2018 yeah. you, you just straight away like I'm excited for you lads I know yeah. exactly what's to come that's what I mean I've never been a female do you know yeah. what I mean I've never, I've never, never been a female I don't think <laughs> um, so <laughs> It's easy for me to help a lad. Yeah, whereas a female is a bit different, isn't it? I feel like like a few would probably I'd probably say you're more um, what's wrong for knowledgeable. Is that the right word? Knowledgeable. <laughs> we'll definitely be using that. Yeah. Not knowledgeable. No, yeah. You're you you have more knowledge, and that's I think potentially with regarding like you know 
females fat loss stuff. Do you reckon? I don't know, but I don't like it. So yeah. I'll be a product analyst. Not, not that I don't know about. I just haven't been there. I haven't looked into it as much. Whereas lads, I can, I can obviously relate. There's a lot more to consider with female physiology. A lot stuff. more, a lot more. Yeah. I just don't want to step into that too much. Yeah, fair enough. And why do you think? Why do you think lads then particularly struggle so much to get in shape? Because I would say out of the so ten people come to me, eight out of ten of them is lads. I think lads. Uh, I'm gonna go from my personal experience. Yeah, I, I think you're saying you have some personal experience. I was that guy, so you know, doing something throughout the week, mm-hmm. getting absolutely shit faced the weekend. Yeah, having no motivation, not rolling on the Wednesday. Uh, that's why I think lads struggle getting shape. I swear to God, because. What happens on the weekend is, like I said, they get blinded. So obviously calories go through the roof. You know, they do whatever they're going to do. They probably lose a lot of sleep. Come Monday, Tuesday, they don't want to do anything in the gym. Uh, and that's why they struggle with motivation. I think the biggest struggle for lads is motivation. And that's yeah, why. Um, the lads who don't drink and don't get in shape, I think it's down to knowledge. Um, but at the same time, I also think there's a part of lads not wanting to reach out for help. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. So I think there's a couple of things there, and that's all come from personal experience. Mm. Um, but I also do think as well, there's a lot of information out there that's for free. Misinformation. <laughs> a lot of misinformation out there for free. Yeah. But lads would rather get that, rightly so, not rightly so, but fair enough. I can see why they'd rather, you know, they can get something for free while they pay for it. Yeah. Um, so they get that for free, and then realise it doesn't work, and it happens again and again and again. Yeah, and did you go through the same thing I did when you were like, Say so you're just starting out. You got actually good information, but you're second guessing yourself. You know, two weeks in, that wasn't working right. I have to try something yeah. new. You know, people can't stay consistent with something for long enough. I think my mindset obviously comes out, doesn't it? Because yeah. you, your mindset has to shift. Like, and I always say this to my clients: see the moment they come on their program, their mindset shifted. Yeah. Simple as that. Their mindset shifted because they've obviously made the investment. They've, they've committed to investing their time, so the mindset has shifted. But when it comes to personal experience, yeah, I've given about three weeks, haven't seen results, and shifted. But until my mindset shifted, where I've realised it's going to take a bit of time, yeah. then that's where I've seen results. And that's an area of life, whether that be obviously with business, whether that be with, um, with you know whatever it might be with get lost, for example. Yeah, I, I like how you, I like how you touch a wee bit on mindset. I hate to be, I don't want to be one of them coaches who always just talks about mindset. You, you know exactly what it is, but it is important. Like it's especially when it comes to fitness. It's huge, man. At the start. I talk about mindset a lot more than I think I should have. Yes, yes. And I stop. I stopped. Brutally honest, I stopped. I stopped doing it because I was like, "Should I be talking about this?" And I had a weird stage for about three months where I didn't talk about mindset to yeah. anybody, but just focused on fo- I was just focused on weight loss. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk about mindset, but now I know for a fact that it's fine to talk about mindset because if you're being in a place where your mindset maybe wasn't great, yeah, and, and now it's in a better place, and surely you can help somebody with what you've learned. That yeah, I think even like even in like planting that in your coaching and wee parts like when people come on board with me for example like something like setting goals I always say to them I'm like listen I know it sounds a wee bit cringy but this is going to set the tone for the next 90 days you know once you have something to work towards you're on that so what other what other mindset shifts do you sort of have even with clients and with yourself that's going to help them with fitness even for someone listening what could they yeah so I think one of the biggest mindset shifts that needs to be planted which we've already touched on is it's going to take time yeah and you I think nowadays everybody gets you know we get things instantly don't we mm-hmm. let's be honest yeah and you hear people talk about this all the time, but it's true. You get things like that. You know, social media, um, Deliveroo, uh, yeah. actually, I don't think Deliveroo around here. I don't even think there is. No, no. There's none of this around here, I don't think. But um, anyway, you know, you get things quickly, just like whatever it might be. Um, and we'll, we expect things quickly, but you need to understand it's going to take a bit of time. I think that's the biggest realisation for me. Um, but yeah, another mindset shift is, you know, Realizing that it's okay to ask for help, and it's cliche because everybody says it. Yeah. It's said every day by 
you're going to hear it every day, but it's true. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out. Like, literally, realize that. Have that shift. If you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, I'd love to get a bit of help, but I just don't know how to do it. Just, just ask anybody. Because yeah. realistically, if somebody wants to listen. Um, but yeah, there are two shifts that I've, that I've had to have. Um, and if I was trying to do cringy, like, that's going to get the same things like that. But you have to believe in yourself like you do. Yeah, 100%. Like, like yeah. you do. It sounds cringy, but and I, I don't like saying things like that. It sounds American, but you do. Uh, sounds American. <laughs> sounds very... Like, I, know I don't mean. like saying it, but I wish it was a cooler way to say it. But you have to believe in yourself, yeah. You have to believe you're going to get to where you want to be, exactly. If you, if you don't, then you're going to struggle at all. Big time, big time. How long do you sit in the session for getting to coach yourself? Then, like you were saying about getting a wee bit out and stuff, I don't want this to be just a plug at the coaching, but I feel like when people ask me for advice, it's always obviously oh, get a coach, yeah. but that's just because that's what I did. No, I like the way the podcast is going because obviously I've got my podcast and I'm never too sure what's the best way to do it. Is it like questions? Yeah. Uh, or is it like talking and your question being phenomenal? So just well done. Well done <laughs> no, but yeah, no, Ryan, like, wh- how long have I sat in the fence for? Because I, I, I don't think I sat for about two years, like, honestly. It's I sat strange. for fucking ages. I, mean, I don't remember sitting for long. Right. I, 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 really, I think it's because obviously I was a sports coach and yeah. I know how much coaching. Ah, uh, you've seen the benefits of coaching from. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm like that at the minute. If I think that I'm going to maybe jump too soon some things yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just like see if I can get a benefit fuck it let's do it like, yeah. I, I've got that sort of instinct just to do you it you do though you do a lot not yeah. that you do a lot of programs but since, even since I've known you've had different courses and mentors you know, you just bang. sort of go for them and it's not a case of maybe it is a case that happen but it's Paul always says but it's more a case of if I see benefit I don't care I'll I'll, I'll do it. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's the fastest way, like, isn't it? Fastest way, but at the same time, there needs to be a bit of balance. And I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Man. <laughs> definitely. Uh, talking about mindset, then, we're probably going to bring up Paul at some stage. That was inevitable. What what, what, what about Paul? Why did you get started with him? What have you learned from that? Because I think this is probably something that people can actually take a lot from. Because like, yeah. the two of us, yeah. same sort of thing, probably you're in it over a year now, yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, over here. So you started with Paul for business, with my right, yeah? Mainly, yeah, mainly. I didn't, I, I didn't actually, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know you did, like, mindset stuff, and I got into it, I was like, what the fuck are they talking yeah, about? Yeah. Talking about meditation, though. No, no, mate, man, I, I didn't know you on business, that's the strange thing, but, like, that's mad. Yeah. So, how I found out about Paul was social media, just seeing social media somewhere. Yeah. Um, and why I thought about Paul was, you know, when you watch somebody's stuff and you just relate. Yes. Yes. And hopefully people can watch our stuff and relate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched her stuff, related. Uh, and just said I want to give it a go. And it's only when I got into this program I realised why I was there. Mm. And it really just to figure out sort of what I wanted from the next obviously whatever it was is work with him. So for example, the first program, twenty eight days, what do I want within the next month? I never looked at life in that way. Yeah. What yeah. do I want from this month? this work towards something I've never looked at like it's just been coasting do you know what yeah, I mean yeah 100% so I, I don't really think I have a reason for joining I just wanted to join I was like oh that looks interesting mm. I, I relate to him joined I, d- I don't think I was in a really bad place or anything before I joined yeah yeah um, joined the programme and then started setting started, started setting outcomes hit the outcomes and just building that and building that yeah. but I think with Paul like um, I was saying to somebody recently and I, I need to remember what I said exactly because it was phenomenal it came out really well I don't think I can quite word for it but basically what I said was the biggest shift that I've had with Paul is kind of being happy with what you've got, but at the same time working towards something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Understanding that you need to be happy with what you've got, but you're not happy with what you've got. You're never going to be happy with what you've got. Yeah. But you want to work towards something. I think that's what Paul's all about in a way. Yeah. Well, do you agree? Yeah. Did you did you read that book that Boyard Junior wrote, the Chasing More and the, Finding Enough? That's no, fucking that, brilliant for what yeah, you just yeah. said. 
Uh, well, I wrote there, I actually liked what you said. You weren't at a bad start of place before you went to it. And I feel like, do you ever go to them, like the unstoppable mates, you talk a lot of the lads, if any of them are listening them well, but they always have like this mad yeah. backstory and all. Like, they're like, yeah, why you do join them? I'm like, oh, just, just say the Facebook ad or something. Yeah, you feel a bit bad because it, not not bad, we actually be here. You yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes because you haven't been in a bad place. We're both young. You know, I mean, we're 20, 20, you're 21, 22. Like, yeah. Are you 22? No, no, I'm not 22 next June. Next June. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, when we're young, we haven't been, not that I've been through a lot, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They've obviously had big stories and stuff. Yeah, big time. They've been through a lot of things in life and we maybe haven't, but yeah, you do feel that. But uh, yeah, no, it wasn't a bad place. Like, definitely wasn't in a bad place, but there was a lot of improvement being made. Yeah, I think the big thing about that is as well that I talk a lot about, I have talked a lot about, like, when you're in a lot of pain, not pain, you know what I mean? Like, when you're massively overweight, for example, it's easy to go get a coach because you just don't want to be like that anymore, but... There's actually something to be said for goal setting when you're happy enough with where you are. Like you said, you know, you were in a decent enough place, but there was still room to get a wee bit better. Yeah, you yeah. Know? No, I, I get you. And I think um, I, I think what I always knew was, oh, I always had belief in myself. I always yeah. do have belief in myself. And like I said, I you have to believe in yourself. <laughs> um, but I always do have belief in myself too, like no matter what. And whatever that is, like if, that, if that's quite simply just to do something like this yeah. month. But I never knew... I always knew there was going to be something different, if that makes sense, but I never knew to take things to the next level. Whereas before, you kind of just hired that you can go to the next level, you can do whatever that's what you want to do. And yeah. You can, like, you can. Like, if you really want to do something, you can do it. Um, without sounding too sort of cliche. So, yeah, that's one thing that, like, obviously wasn't in a bad place, but I always knew we'd do more. Yeah. And okay. it sounds quite... See when people are like, oh, what should I do? You get people DM and, you know, with different things. Like, what should I do? I'm like, right, well, maybe just set a goal, for example. They're like, no, nah, that's too simple. And that's before I was on with Paul. I always knew that if you wanted to feel a wee bit more inspired, you wanted to achieve a wee bit more, you probably should just go about setting goals. But I never actually did it. So what was that? What was that shift for you that led to actually doing it? Um, great question. Do you understand what I mean? I said, I said that in a pretty weird way, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, like. So like, what what led me to? Why was this the first time you set goals and actually set out and achieved yeah, them and stuff? Yeah, get to get to get to. Um, I think. It's a difficult question. Like, to, to be honest. Like you obviously said there that you set goals in the past, or you knew the set goals. Oh, sorry, yeah, what well, we said, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, who's that? Ours first thing. Oh, oh, I didn't know him or Rocky there, looked a bit similar. Uh, uh, just for the podcast, by the way, there's a video first and this on YouTube, and you can see what we were just doing there, but what yeah, was yeah. it? Um, so, yeah, you obviously said that you knew that setting goals was the best way about it. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't know what. Yeah. I never. <laughs> I never read a book until I started with Paul. Yeah. I never read a book in my life before I started with Paul. So I didn't, didn't touch the, set, the, the personal development side of things yeah. at all until I started with Paul, which is just about a year and a half ago, which is crazy. I think. I always learned about coaching. Like I've always done coaching courses, I suppose it is personal development. Yeah, but it was always a very practical approach. It wasn't practical. very American. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't American. It wasn't, and the, the, that sort of side of things has been the biggest change without a doubt. Setting things down, writing things down, you know, working towards stuff, making sure you've got a focus on something has been the biggest change. So, yeah, I, I think it changed once I joined the programme because I've never done that before. Yeah. But I didn't know about it. Did you, did you struggle with any of this in terms of, we were saying about, it took me so long to reach out for a coach, for you that wasn't really an issue. For me, I think it was a wee bit of an ego hit in that when he was telling me to do stuff, I was like, oh, I know better than him. Do you know what I mean? Did you yeah. ever struggle with, when he was telling you certain stuff to do, did you ever think, no, this is a load of balls or this is cringy or this is stupid? Not with Paul. No, no, because I look up to him. Yeah, I look up to Paul. I have huge respect for him, huge respect for everything he's done. Like 
not like any balls here, but I need know, to clip this and send it to him. <laughs> uh, no, but a huge respect for what I've done. He obviously does a lot for us, like the corporate yeah. and stuff, and and you know, like yes, okay, maybe sometimes he says something, and you're like, well, maybe I'm not going to do that, but it's fine. But I've never took it like my ego's never been hit when he says something. Yeah, because I feel like I look up, I definitely look up to him. Everything he's done, like he's he's a great network for one. He's made a shit ton of money. He's helped so many people. He's came from a bad place. He's lived in different places in the world. He's done. Yeah, I, I, I never look. And if he says something, I always take it on. But there may be a lot of times where people work with people, maybe don't look up to them. They really honest, maybe they don't. Um, they don't really inspire me. And they say something, and I'll take the stick. Yeah. But not with Paul. What about you? As, yeah, I think like like we we're saying earlier, but like coming from the same past that a lot of clients are in now, you you need to have that like connection with that person. Like you said, connect with a lot of Paul's content because even if he does trigger you, but you're like, oh well, it's coming from a good place. I think if you don't look up the, the person that's coaching you, it's not going to work well, is it? Mm. Like, is it really? Mm, I don't no, think it is. No, and I actually I talked about this from story yesterday. Did you see I was talking about the, the fat PT thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I what's, your, what's your take on that? Like, if your it's, coach it's, is it's a, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. I think, it's subjective, like, isn't it? I think, um, I think, I know, right, so I'll tell you a story. There used to be a a bigger PT, a fat PT that I knew. Mm-hmm. And I always had a bit of a go about him on his back. Not a bit of a go, but surely, like, who's going to pay him to get in shape? Yeah. I wasn't calling him like, anything nasty. I was just saying, like, why, why would somebody book him yeah. to get in shape? But then I realised that he had actually been probably three times bigger in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you never know where the person's came from, obviously. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a huge point, yeah. Actually, like, so you never know where the person's came from. So I think that's the first thing to look at. What, what's this person in the past? Yeah. As he came through a shit ton of mental issues, and I came through it, has he done X, Y, and Z? If he's done that, I think he's consistent to help people. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but, look, definitely the thing of practice what you preach. But again, that guy, I, I just haven't told about him. Because but he, he was practicing what he was preaching. Yeah, he's still a bigger guy. Like, right now, but he's... I seen a photo of him beforehand. It was one of them ones like, oh my god. Yeah. Fair play. So, um, yeah, I think that one came out to bite me. That's the only time I've really seen a, a bigger PT. Well, that's I've had I had Chris Tibbetts on after. Have you ever, do you know Chris Tibbetts? Yeah, 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 yeah. What well, he he obviously lost hundred kilo. Everyone knows that. Madness. Uh, but over the space of like his lifetime, he's counted. He's lost seven hundred kilo. Like that's that's nearly a fucking ton. Like that's insane. But he, that's the point I was trying to make is he's not like he's not bad shape now, but he's not fucking shredded. Yeah. But he's lost more weight than. Like that's unfathomable. I don't know anyone else who's lost even near that amount. Do you know what I mean? I think as well. Like it depends what, uh, like you said, yeah. What what the person is is coaching. You know what I mean? What yeah, he he's not coaching people prepping for yeah, bodybuilding yeah. shows. Like exactly. Um, but if you're, and it also it also depends. I don't think give you a straight answer here, but it also <laughs> there I, is no straight I'm, answer. I'm kind of avoiding answer. yes or no because I don't yeah. really know yes or no. But like, say for example, you've got a PT who is maybe overweight, but on social media he's saying that like it's okay to have whatever. Yeah. But just enjoy exercise. Maybe that's okay then. You if it's consistent with their message, yeah, yeah. like yeah. If the message is consistent, but if they're saying don't in, don't indulge in this, and you know you need to you need to be in a calorie deficit, but if he's not, then is it really? Yeah, I know exactly. What I mean, there is a certain element of like. Bit of both. You need to be doing yeah. the work. Anger, both sides. Both sides. Yeah, one hundred percent. Why did you start a podcast then? Wrapping up towards the end. I want to know why, why did I start the podcast. Uh, I think I was on two podcasts, so I was invited on um two local lads podcast and um, Jordan and Jordan Gary kid. I was listening once ago. Have a listen in, in their podcast. What's happening podcast and shit. What's happening podcast and um. I'm not cutting out you thinking about this. I've got to realise that you forgot the fucking name. It's 
Gary Devaney. Gary Devaney is his podcast, and I forget his name. Okay. Uh, um, he's coming on my podcast in a few weeks, but I forget the podcast name. I apologize, I'll be on it. Um, but there's a lot of, lot of quality in both of those. Mm. It'll come in a minute, hopefully. But anyway, so I, I, th- I was on their podcast. Yeah. Got a lot of decent feedback, a lot of really good feedback from people like saying, you know, what are they here listening to you in this podcast? And obviously, I was trying, I'm still trying to do as much as I can on social media. Yeah. Like, this could be an outlet yes. for people to have a listen to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't. Um, what about yourself? Yeah, similar sort of thing. I just wanted to, like, another another medium to talk to people. Plus, I listen to so many of them. So I was like, you know, if people can listen to that and get to know me a wee bit better, then that's going to, you know, make that process easier for them. Sorry, I'm just going to find. Yeah, you're right. I'm not, I'm not ignoring them. Oh, I, I, I thought you were on the phone. I thought somebody was ringing you. No, I'm literally just finding out his podcast is. Think Curiously Podcast. The Think Curiously. Um, sorry, I, I didn't even mean to be a, make a big scene out of there. Yeah, it's, it's right, names, that, it's but it's right. happened. Um, so, yeah, mate, that's. Fair enough. Do you, do you find it weird and stuff like that? Because I'm actually, obviously I'm doing this talk for uh, Lenny's Mastermind tomorrow. Oh, for tomorrow, anyone it? That's tomorrow, yeah. I need to practice that when you leave. Oh, unreal. Uh, one of the things I'm talking about is like the reason I didn't do videos on social media and stuff for a long time is because I was like, I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid to put myself out there. Do you ever find that weird? Even in terms of podcasts, in terms of social media? Um. By the way, your videos are excellent, so Thanks, well, I can see why you're obviously getting invited on this yet. So, yeah, Thanks. That's, that's, well, I'm, just one of well, what does that like? Uh, that's the big one you're talking about, or no, no, that's next June. So this is like, uh, there's like twenty people, like oh, personal trainers, gym nice. owners, and then I'm gonna do another two by the end of the year, and then hopefully a few before that Fair big awesome. event next year, which I'm not gonna reveal on this yet, but there's a big event. Oh really? Yeah, that's phenomenal. Perfect idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think with Daphne was at the start, there was definitely an element that yeah. still, still, still is. I suppose I still find it a bit, a bit strange that people are listening. What I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still find it a bit strange. I think that's the weirdest part because I'm yeah. like yesterday I uploaded a podcast with Chris Tibbetts, which is actually out in about forty minutes. But, uh, have you ever you upload them on the Anchor? Is it? Um, is it Anchor? Or what? No, Buzz Sprouts. Buzz. I don't yeah. know what that is, but Anchor, whatever it is, it shows you like the one was played. And on the day yesterday, someone's listened to the most recent one I'd done, and I was like, that's so fucking weird. Like, it's like I don't even know who that is. I don't know where it is. Yes. And you can see there's people in Germany. There's somebody in Germany listening. Yeah. Somebody in Dubai. It's just fucking strange, like, isn't it? I mean, I, I always find it strange. Like, so, like, yeah, if I'm, uh, for example, like, I even find something strange. Like, you know, people just even view in your story. Like, yeah. I know there's nothing big in that, but, you know, if, like, someone reacts to your story, then you're like, yeah, so yeah. people pay attention to this. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't think there's an element of, I used to at the start, mm-hmm. and I kind of threw myself in the deep end. Like, at the beginning, I threw myself in the deep end big time. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that. I was okay with, you know, doing videos and stuff on social media. I was okay with that. Um, so I think that was that was alright, but there is definitely an element, of course. Like you know, you're still like shit. People are gonna say this, people are gonna say that, but um, it, it develops just like any other muscle. You know. What I mean? Yeah, and the other thing weird when like when clients tell you stuff, it's like, like I don't know if I've seen a couple of weeks ago, lad. One of my clients, I'm not gonna say who he is, but he's fucking, he's doing alright. He was saying he went on a date with a girl for the first. I fucking get emotional talking about. It. He went on a date with a girl for the first time in like six months or something. He was like, you know, if I hadn't lost weight and got the confidence back. I oh, yeah. Oh, really? I mean, what, do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, I mean, that, uh, shit, shit like that happens. Literally, that same moment like that yeah. happened to me this morning. I was really emotional. So, um, I had a client on. We're gonna have on Wednesday night for a bit of a, a chat. I only clipped, I clipped it together and I only watched it back. So I guess it's quality. Mm. Um, yeah. So shit like that happens, mate. Like that, that client then one about came in. He was in a bit of a. He been through a lot. He been through a lot. Yeah. And, and now he's dropped shit ton of weight and he's doing a 100 mile cycle here next month I'm like Jesus Christ like that's unreal yeah. but it's shit like that that 
it makes everything worth it, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's I'm I'm never claiming to like never claiming to help people with anything else other than fitness, but you'll always find that people pick up slack in other areas like Oh yeah, I mean it's I think I heard somebody say this recently. I think it was potentially not sure who said it, but once you look after your fitness, everything else goes everything else runs smoother. It's true. It's true. So if you look after your so we're helping people get in shape, we're helping people, you know, lose a bit of weight or whatever it might be or add muscle on, get into the gym. That helps everybody in your life. End yeah. off. End off. I, I I'm convinced not like Yeah, definitely like how you are but anything so yeah, you are but everything. Yeah, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. Amazing. Uh well what well, what what else do you have to say to people then? What else what, what closing points do you have? We're coming up to the hour mark, so probably wrap it up now soon. Yeah, no, I mean I think it's been it's been it's been great to be yeah, on. It's been uh, good so far, I, I think we've covered I we've covered quite a lot. Like I'm I'm easy as running on top but I'm Well I have one last question for you actually for you asked me this in your podcast, I thought this was a great question. You can clip it for your Instagram as well, so you've got this. Uh for any lads who are listening who are in a similar position to your eye was what advice would you give them if they were trying to lose weight, if they were trying to, you know, get the confidence back, all that stuff. Great question. So yeah, if, if I was giving advice to the younger me, um, I would actually, and I hate kind of saying this because people are like, of course you'd say that, but I would say, ask, ask for help. Speak, yeah. speak to a coach, I would. And it sounds cliche, um, but you don't always need to be in a bad place to ask for help. You mm-hmm. know, understand that, that it's okay to maybe, you know, not be in such a bad place. Like, I didn't ask for help because like, well, sure, I'm not in a bad place. But at the same time, if you were doing better, then there's nothing wrong with asking for help. So my advice would be for somebody's listening that was in a position I was in, you know, reach out for a bit of help, whether it be just drop you know, your message even, you know what I mean, or, or whoever it might be, someone you know, and just ask, you know, where could I be going better? Yeah. Because you're, if you, first of all, ask somebody who can help and then role model or sorry, model what he does or they do. Yeah. Um, that's been the biggest game changer for me. Look at somebody who's done it. Look at somebody that is go on that maybe you want to be mm-hmm. I'm a lot so that would be my advice um, and, and um, if you don't want to do that if you really don't want to do that just start doing things small so walking is a, is a game changer for me start as small as you can start as small as you can I'm walking I would, I'm not even big on people starting off the gym at first at the very start like, no I have clients yeah, not trying the gym though. I'm fine with that I'm fine with people not wanting to go to the gym because I don't yeah. think I would have been too too comfortable going in with having no idea what to do so yeah yeah Something that's so easy is just put your headphones on and go for a walk. And I want to ask this because when I used to hear coaches before I was coach talk about like, oh, just get help. I was always like, oh, well, they're just trying to sell coaching. Why are you giving people that advice? Because I want pe- I, I know that's not your reason, but... Yeah, yeah, no, again, that's why I'm like, sometimes when I say it, I, I would have maybe held back a while ago, but now I'm just, I'm okay saying yeah. it. But yeah, they don't need to go to you, they go yeah, to somebody else. Yeah, they go to somebody else, fine. But the thing is, once you go to somebody who's been there, mm. well, then they're going to teach you how to do it. It's going to save you a shit ton of time. It's going to save you a shit ton of hassle. And plus, with that as well, then you're going to gain enough knowledge if they're a good coach to then carry for the rest of your life. So why wouldn't you ask out, reach out? Do you know what I mean? And I think the biggest thing is once you're in that position of you know not wanting to reach out, you think that one, it's maybe going to cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah. Two, what's he going to say? Three, your ego isn't letting you do it. But if you push those things aside, um, and you just look at it, you getting help. Well, why wouldn't you want to be in a better place? So my advice would be just give it a go and notice that. You probably wish you would have started sooner, and you always hear that said, but it's true. I, I, how many times have you heard a client say that to you? Yeah, no, I definitely I wish I started a bit sooner. Yeah, so I think, yeah, if I could sum that up on, you know, why would you ask for help is, if you're going somebody's been there, done it, you're going to get that advice. It's going to maybe take you 90 days to get to where you want to be, potentially, um, or it could cost you years if you don't. Amazing, what a, what a way to finish yeah. that. Thank you so much, nice. Cheers, Tyler. Class.